I'm Mike Breen, Public Awareness Officer for the American Mathematical Society, and I'm talking with Constantine Batigan, who is uh, in planetary science in the Division of Geological and Planetary Sciences at the California Institute of Technology, Caltech, and we're talking about the mathematics that has led to thinking that uh, Planet Nine exists out there in our solar system. Constantine, can you tell us what math was used to determine the existence or the likelihood of the existence? Certainly, yes. Generically, the math that we used is is not something that's overly complicated. At the end of the day, it's basically calculus with a little bit of insight from topology. The field of orbital dynamics, of course, benefits from sort of the long tradition of long mathematical tradition of uh, celestial mechanics. So a lot of the work that we did kind of borrows from that mathematical framework. But being developed sort of over the last three centuries, it's kind of deeply rooted in, in the classical methods of calculus. So that's, that's kind of the, the main, main meat of what's going on here. And, and what is the little bit of topology, if you can tell us what that is? Of course, of course. So topology is a, is a study, of course, of sort of manifold and kind of a more advanced version of, of viewing geometry. And a lot of that comes into play when you try to understand the evolution of planetary orbits and orbits of small bodies in the solar system from kind of a more dynamical systems theory point of view. So for example, one quantity that we use over and over in dynamical astronomy is something called the adiabatic invariant. And the idea here being that if you have some system uh, which is rich in the number of degrees of freedom that it has, such as the solar system itself, if you can separate out the timescales on which each degree of freedom evolves, then you can identify quasi-symmetries, right? Quantities that are not exactly conserved, but quantities that are conserved to a great approximation. And you can use those quantities to kind of establish a deep understanding of what's going on. And intriguingly, those quantities, these so-called adiabatic invariants, correspond to areas occupied by trajectories in phase space. So it's all it all becomes very, very interesting and sort of interconnected in the way those trajectories can deform, yet conserve the area they occupy in phase space. And are now things not preserved perfectly just because there are so many gravitational influences on the trajectories? Indeed, indeed. I mean, ultimately, the solar system itself is chaotic. And over long periods of time, it exhibits fundamentally unpredictable behavior, just like, say, the weather on Earth. As a consequence, right, we cannot expect to ever get a full, complete understanding, complete predictive understanding of what the solar system's long-term evolution might look like. And mathematically, that will manifest in, in the kind of in breaking of quasi-conserved quantities on long periods of time. So over short periods of time, say the orbital time or something that exceeds the orbital time, but not by too much, we can make some approximations. We can sort of, you know, imagine things to be to be somewhat frozen in time. But over long geologically relevant periods of time, these quantities shatter. These these integrals shatter. Yeah. 
And now you, just based on what I've read, you seem pretty certain that, that this Planet Nine is out there. Would you be uh, 100% certain if you, if you know, some an astronomer spotted it, or you're already pretty cl- as close to 100% as a person can be? Well, that's a, that's an excellent question. You know, it's it's important, of course, in in these types of situations to not drink your own Kool-Aid too much, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, you know, so so I try to be pretty skeptical about uh, about the calculations that I do. At the same time, you know, there there are now approximately five lines of evidence, five separate lines of evidence that point towards the existence of Planet Nine. So from the standpoint of kind of Occam's razor and preferring simpler solutions to, you know, natural puzzles, I think Planet Nine provides the most elegant solution for for the solar system's structure as we know it. If you take it away, if it's not there, we will have to come up with a number of different theories that are perhaps not interrelated so it's it's not very satisfying really to not have planet nine so so yeah i i in fact am quite certain that it really is there and when it gets spotted through observational means i will take on a a very hipster attitude and i i'll tell people that i knew it was there all along (laughs) and it's not a big deal (laughs) all right so we won't let them go back to this recording and, and see that you were a little bit skeptical so now we've been talking about <laughs> Planet Nine, but I know you also, another important number to you is seven in terms of the seventh season. Can you tell our listeners about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The seventh season is my band. It is by far, I'm, I'm trying to figure out whether whether I should say it's the best or the worst. It's probably the best worst band out there, but it is something that I've enjoyed doing for effectively my entire life and playing in the same band for uh, since 2003 or so we've put out a couple records it's kind of alternative rock along the lines a little bit of, uh, of offspring maybe a little bit of metallica in there and it's a great way to to employ the other side of your brain when you're not doing that and you play guitar i play guitar yeah so if any of the listeners want to check out anything that we do or if you're ever in the LA area and you know want to catch a show uh, then we are on the seventh season.net or you can follow me out on Twitter uh, at K Batygin, K-B-A-T-Y-G-I-N uh, where I also post stuff about Planet Nine, Other Science and Band. <laughs> Constantine, is there anything you'd like to add? You know, I think we, we've, uh, I mean, I could I could speak about Planet Nine indefinitely, as you know. <laughs> so, so, so I could I could sort of say an infinite amount of things, but I think we've covered the basics. <laughs> All right. And so thanks very much. That's Constantine Batigan, who's at Caltech, and he, he's part of a team that uh, has done calculations about the existence of Planet Nine. Constantine, thanks very much. All right. Thanks very much, Mike.